0: Welcome to the NCE Success Stories Podcast, where we ask a counselor who's recently passed the National Counseling Exam all of the burning questions that you have as you wonder how to pass with confidence. My name is Josh Keller. And I'm the owner of NCEExamPrep.com, and today I have with me Julie Bush. Julie has two master's degrees from Grand Canyon University, Addictions Counseling and Professional Counseling. Julie currently works for a nonprofit organization as a drug and alcohol therapist. Julie served over 21 years in the United States Army Reserves to include one deployment to the Middle East. Welcome, Julie. Glad you're here with me today.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I think this is a great idea.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's a pleasure. I can't wait to hear about your experience. So tell us just a little bit about your journey, when you graduated, and then kind of what what your plan was uh, for, for moving towards the NCE when you actually passed it.
1: Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, When I graduated with my first master's degree, my intent was to go ahead and be a licensed professional counselor. Um, That didn't work out, according to the board in Pennsylvania. Um, I guess my degree didn't meet the requirements, which is the first point I'd like to make today. Make Mm -hmm. sure that whatever master's degree that you are pursuing meets the criteria to hold a license in the state which you are in. So, um, yes. So the Pennsylvania um, Counseling Board graciously wrote to me and said that it didn't meet the criteria. And I asked them to provide a list of basically supplemental uh, counseling classes that I would have to take. And they informed me that they don't do that, that I had to go back to school and get yet another master's degree, which is why I have two Wow. Yeah, so it's so that's not like I went and volunteered to have okay. two master's degrees, you know, that's a lot of time and money. So yeah, yeah so I, I went back to Grand Canyon and um obtained my second master's degree because I knew that eventually in my mind that um in order to have a private practice or to excel in the field that you had to be licensed. So that was my goal from the start. Mm-hmm. I had a little sidetrack in there, but gotcha. um I'm glad to be back on track with my career goals and my personal goals. Um, So, yeah, then I after I got that master's degree, of course, you know, I had to find somebody that could supervise my licensure. And on the journey, I was.
0: (laughs) okay. so you're in Pennsylvania.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: And and it's different state to state. So in Pennsylvania, once you've graduated, you start working on your licensure hours. And then you take the exam at the end of that time. Is that correct? Or?
1: You could do it at any time, actually, Um, as long as you have a copy of your um, master's degree diploma. Um, That's what's needed to submit to the the NCE. So you could actually take that even before you start getting your supervisory hours.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, here in Texas, you have to pass the NCE before you can even start taking your hours. So it's different state to state. So when did you actually take the NCE?
1: I took it um, October fourth of last year. I waited until the end. Um, part, well, the majority of my supervision hours was studying and preparation for the NCE.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, and and you passed it then in on October the first time you took the exam.
1: I, I did. Um, I have high test anxiety, which probably many of our listeners do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure that I was 100% prepared going into it. And my supervisor was aware of that. So like I said, that the majority of our time was studying and, you know, flashcards and questions and things right. of that nature.
0: Great. So it's kind of like having a private tutor.
1: Exactly. And it counted for the licensure hours. I mean, there was many other things, but oh, sure. we made sure, you know, that part of that was dedicated to um, the the study time.
0: Okay. Did you find out that you had passed right away or did you have to wait?
1: Well, in Pennsylvania, um, and this I believe is new due to COVID, you could opt to take it online or to take it in person. And I live kind of in the middle of nowhere. So I'm not sure if this is the same throughout all of Pennsylvania or just, you know, living in the middle of nowhere where we mm-hmm, live. Mm-hmm. But I believe that the test is only offered in person twice a year. Uh, once mm-hmm. is in October and the other time is in April. So I decided to take it online. Um, that to me, it lessened my anxiety significantly because, you know, going into a, a classroom setting and, you know, having all your stuff out and just being in there mm-hmm. with other people, wondering, you know, why they finished so soon or why am I done so early? I just wanted to eliminate all of that. And that's when yeah. I, that's when I chose to take it mm-hmm. online.
0: Good. So you had a pretty good experience with the online platform.
1: I I had zero issues whatsoever. I mean, mm-hmm. they sent me the instructions. They basically said there can be no distractions around. There can't be any children in the house. There can't be any animals, anything like that. Um, yeah. me and my best friend who she, um, She's almost done with her PhD. We actually rented a cabin. Uh, So it was, yeah, it was a a weekend getaway. Yeah. And I threw her out of the cabin, obviously for the, for the exam, but um, she was a great support, but it it was just nice to be able to take it almost in your own comfort. I was actually in my pajamas, but um, right. They, you get to select your time. And I actually took mine on a Saturday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, which was nice for me. I mean, that gave us a chance to get up and drink some coffee. Um, Then you go and log on and the proctor's right there. You had to take pictures of the room that you were sitting in. There couldn't be your phone. We couldn't even have a pencil and piece of paper, which she Mm -hmm. asked me to politely move that. And then I was on my way. We went through the, the first half of the exam. And if you had skipped any questions, you had to make sure to go back and answer them Prior to break, obviously. Right. Um, and then I, there was, I believe it was a 10 or 15 minute break and then you had to be back online and then you could finish the the rest of the questions.
0: Okay, good. It sounds like you really created kind of a relaxing atmosphere, as relaxing as possible for you to be able to take that, mm-hmm. just kind of being off on your own. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so because you took it online, you were able to find out right away that you had okay. passed?
1: It was crazy how quick those results came through. Um, let me just go back, I guess. Yeah, halfway yeah. through halfway through on the break, I was panicking and I, and I was just standing there in the kitchen of this cabin, completely having this breakdown thinking, oh my gosh, I failed. I answered none of those questions correctly. I didn't know anything. And then it, I, I talked myself into this panic attack just as mm-hmm. quick as I talked myself out of it. I kept telling myself, worst case scenario, you take it again in three months and it's cheaper because I think the retake fee is only a hundred dollars. Mm. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I quickly, uh-huh. yeah, I quickly talked myself out of that and was able to go back in, you know, a couple minutes later with just mm-hmm. a, a fresh start.
0: Yeah. Had you kind of planned ahead for what to do if you started stressing out or panicking? Did you have some of those, um, like skills already kind of prepared in advance or was it just kind of how you handle things?
1: I had actually researched the retake fee before all of this for okay. some reason. And I am, I am such a confident person, but going into something like this, I just thought that, okay, I'm going to fail. And that is such the wrong attitude to have. And I can't believe I had that going into it. So I was researching the retake fees and how long you had to wait. And thank goodness I mm-hmm. didn't have to use it. But yeah, if I did retake fee in Pennsylvania is only a hundred dollars. So I was kind of using like, I guess, therapeutic interventions on myself, on myself, worst case scenario, pay a hundred bucks, take it again in three months. And you're going to have all that knowledge and skills in your back pocket that you can use going into this. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't going to be that much of a problem.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a real positive spin on, you know, kind of an unfortunate outcome, but I'm glad you didn't have to have to deal with that. So I'm kind of curious, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, I was going to say, so to answer your question, then (laughs) I went back in and then finished the last part of the exam. And then I walked out of the cabin when my best friend was standing there and she was like, how did you do? And I said, I don't know. And she said, what do you mean? You know, we've been studying for this for like three months, just me and you. And I said, I don't know. You never know coming out of that. And and I'm not a test taker in the first place, which is why my anxiety was so high going into this. And I said, well, um, you know, let's let's make lunch plans and then And then we'll go back and then we'll, we'll see what the next process is. Mm -hmm. So I went back in, into the cabin and into the room and I set my phone down. I was getting ready to get a shower and my email dinged and I looked and my score was in there. So I am exactly. So I'm guessing within five to 10 minutes and not only was it my score, it was a, like a, a, a snapshot of my score in. Each section of the test, my, the score that I had and the minimum score that was required to pass. So Um, I was, yeah, I was really thankful for that, which, uh, one of my colleagues had taken it a couple months after she took it in the April rotation of in person and she had gotten her score right then and there, but she didn't, they didn't tell her what she needed to be like the minimum, the minimum passing score. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to get that score right away and you didn't have to fret wondering for weeks on end. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah. My friend Lindsay, when she took it, she didn't get her score or she didn't find out if she passed or failed for five weeks. And I'm like, I could not imagine waiting (laughs) five weeks to know if I passed this thing.
0: Okay. So when when you were just getting ready for the exam, I'm, I'm kind of curious what you used to prepare, how how you, like the resources that you used, as well as any study methods or strategies that, that were particularly effective for you.
1: Well, everybody learns differently. And I started out, I bought um, these note cards um, and they just didn't seem to be doing it for me. I just felt like I was memorizing exactly what was on the note cards and you never know what kind of question that you're going to get on the exam. So I I wanted the big picture of things. So after I realized that that wasn't working, um, I got this other book from somebody that took it years ago. And that's what I was using to study. And I found that several answers in that were wrong. So Two months before I was scheduled to take the test, I was researching what materials I should be using, and that what I, the book I was using was number one, and not to use because all the information in it was wrong. Oh, so no. <clears throat> there was there was panic attack number two <laughs> for nice. this whole this whole thing. Panic attack number one is when I actually like signed up and got my date. Um, so I used the uh, Rosenthal Rosenthal's Purple Book, the uh, the Encyclopedia. I found that to be one of the most beneficial resources, just the content of things. And it wasn't narrative, it was just questions. And the way that the questions were set up is one topic flowed into the next, and then it flowed into the next, and then it flowed into the next. So I was using that primarily for material. Um, and your NCE uh, online, the study prep class that I took mm-hmm. with you. From that, I got a little bit of the material, but you really taught me how to read the questions because some, I remember the first class I took for you, you had this question and I was sitting there looking at it like, what is he taught? What is the question? What What is this question asking right, me? Right. And that was the first thing that you said was, well, all right, well, let's break it down. What are we asking? And you taught me how to break down the questions because some of the questions on the NCE were you know, a, a sentence long and others were a paragraph Right, where right. So you can really get twisted. So through your class, I mean, not only did it teach me how to figure out what was going on in the question, but more yeah. of the process of elimination as to, right. okay, well, it's not answer D because that has nothing to do with what's going on and right. just kind of that
0: way. Good, good. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to take away some of those Kind of answering methods, you know, from that class, and uh, like you so said, so much. There's a, there's a lot of great resources out there, and, and Rosenthal is definitely one of them that's used by a lot of people. So, so when it came to just how you how you planned your study time, did you have any methods there? Did you study a particular uh, category each week, or just kind of as you were working your way through the book cover to cover? How did you approach things uh, from that?
1: Time? I. I also had the Rosenthal CDs, which was more of a narrative. And uh, I'm a process of elimination, which you taught me in the first class I had with you. Um, I got the CDs and I, I, I could look at the testing categories and tell which were my weaknesses and which weren't and which had the most points and which didn't. And if anybody out there is like me, statistics... The worst ever. It had been since 2010, since I had a statistics class, but that was only five, five or ten points out of 200. So immediately dismissed where it was going to be. So yeah. I hit the um, the group theory and the group counseling, and then the ethics right away uh, yeah. because that you know ethics is different. I wasn't sure which board of ethics they were going to go with, so I hit those yeah. up first and foremost, but theory and fundamentals was was a big thing for me. But those CDs, I listened to them um, for three months on my way to work and from work, which was Uh, about a 25 minute drive and Sunday cleaning. I remember going into Walmart, asking them for a portable CD player. And they were like, what do you need that for? And they're like, we have one. And I thought, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. So <clears throat> that's what I listened to during Sunday Good. cleaning. But then the, the purple book I would study, I would do that about 15 minutes a night. Um, just go through, you know, and skim each section.
0: Good. Good. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah.
1: My, my start to finish, my start to finish study time was about three months and three months. for, and this is just, you know, for me speaking and my learning experience, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't have gone more and I wouldn't have gone less. And when I scheduled okay. the exam, I figured that was a that was a good point because I had so much anxiety leading up to it, but it wasn't so much that it was overwhelming, but it wasn't it wasn't enough that I was gonna be like, Oh, well just forget it, you know, I'm yeah. I'm tired of studying and I'm done with this. Yeah.
0: Good, good. Well, it sounds like it was just right for you. So is, you know, looking back is if you were to, to plan your preparation or do anything differently, is there, is there anything that you feel like, man, this would have been better for me if I'd, if I'd done this instead?
1: The only thing that I would have done different is research, the study materials that I was using, because like okay. I said, I was using that first book and i something with me just felt that it wasn't right. And I right. am i guess I'm kind of regretful that I waited so long to research those, but okay. it just, I, I, I did get some things out of it, but when I felt like it wasn't right because the answers were in black and white, but they were telling me that it wasn't, then I knew, but yeah, that that's honestly the, the key that I have Good. as far as that goes is to research your study materials and to make sure that they're valid and,
0: yeah. and researched. That's great advice. Great advice. Well, this has been really, really great. I'm curious if you just had 30 seconds to share with, you know, somebody preparing something valuable or encouraging, what would you have to say to them as we wrap up?
1: Most important thing for me, if if you do by some chance fail, you're not the only person that's going to fail. Mm-hmm. There is a minimal retake fee and you can use all the experiences that you, that you've used taking the exam and all the study prep before that. If you fail, you fail. That doesn't take away all the knowledge that you've learned getting, mm-hmm. getting to the point where you are and and you can do it. Just keep your, keep focused on it and keep studying and try different methods and try different ways.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's great advice. Very encouraging. Cause you know, the reality is that that happens and, and that's just a really positive spin to you know, that's all experience that you can take forward to the next time you take it. So, well, Julie, thank you so much for your time. Really can't thank you enough for joining us on the NCE Success Stories podcast. And I wish you the best as you continue your career in counseling.
1: All right. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.
0: NCE Exam Prep seeks to provide quality, reliable, and easy-to-use preparation material to help test takers confidently pass the National Counseling Exam. For more information, go to nceexamprep.com.